0: Welcome to Inside the Nest, the official podcast of Kennesaw State University Athletics, episode 80 of ITN here today. Nolan Alexander, your host. On the podcast today, Jordan Griffith, our OWL Network intern, sits down with Kennesaw State softball shortstop Faith Alexander. And I have a conversation with Scott Whitlock, longtime Kennesaw State and national champion softball coach, who will be the analyst in all the ESPN Plus broadcasts this week as Kennesaw State is in the A-Sun semifinals and goes for the championship this weekend. The A-Sun softball Final Four starts Thursday here at Bailey Park. As always, Inside the Nest is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank. Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. This is fandom of Fifth Third Better. Visit 5.3.com for more information. So, the Owls got to the semifinal round, which now turns into a double elimination bracket. By winning a best two out of three series against North Alabama last week, the Owls swept the action against the Lions in a pitcher's duel and then a walk off victory to run roll UNA to place them in the semis, where Thursday afternoon they will take on Florida Gulf Coast. In the other side of the bracket, it's Liberty and Jacksonville. So the ace on is at Bailey Park starting Thursday, running through Saturday, ksuowls.com at ksuowls.sb on Twitter to stay up to date, and you can watch all the action on ESPN+. Plus. So let's get it started with Jordan and Faith Alexander here on episode 80 of Inside the Nest.
1: faith thank you so much for joining me here today my first question for you the north alabama games in the postseason went great for you guys you won both in the second game though the offense really started to click you guys won nine to one what was the biggest difference in the first game and the second game offensively
2: you know i think we just got one game under a belt and we just relaxed more and then we really just focused more on our approach and how we are going to hit the next pitcher, and I think we had those timely hits, and we had great pitching, and it just all worked out for us.
1: Was there any extra pressure to those two games because they were tournament games and at home? Like, did they feel any different than any just any other regular season game?
2: No, I mean, I don't think so. Yeah, it's postseason, and everything counts, and if you lose those two games, you know, you're done. But I think that we knew that we could get it done, and we all had confidence in each other, and, you know, we – Came out with two wins.
1: How is the home field advantage for you guys? You get the entire tournament at home. How's that helped you guys so far through the first two games?
2: So it's nice to be able to have friends and family there. And we've practiced on that field since the beginning. And we know how it plays. And we know how large it is. And, you know, just being able to practice on that every single day is just huge.
1: Yeah, it certainly seems like there seems to be a comfortability on that field for you guys. Now talking about FGCU, what is going to be the key to getting to the finals?
2: Just really just taking one game at a time. You know, we did in the crossover would be FGCU, but, you know, it's postseason and that doesn't mean anything. Just, you know, relax and have fun and take one game at a time.
1: Last question. Coming into the tournament, you guys had a tough stretch against Liberty. Did that series motivate you guys maybe just even a little bit to where you really want to see them again in the finals?
2: Uh, yeah, of course. Losing three games against them, them sweeping us, really motivated really just makes us want to see them again because we know what we can do, and, you know, if we just capitalize on our moments and opportunities, then I think we'll get the job done. Today. Tastes like movie night. Okay, whose turn is it to choose? And everyone's favorite hit, oh, my, like pizza it. and Coke. Okay, Today tastes like front row seats for all. <laughs> like cushions and popcorn and counting the seconds. Pizza's here. Today tastes like a slice of the action. Hey, the light. Like we belong here and now. <laughs> and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better.
0: At Fifth Third Bank, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Just look at our name, Fifth Third. Five thirds equals 166.7%. So, according to the laws of mathematics, we are obligated to put 166.7% into everything we do. From our great customer service, to our security solutions, to providing you access to over 45,000 fee-free ATMs nationwide. This is banking a fifth third better. Learn more at 53.com. Fifth Third Bank, member FDIC. Thanks to Jordan and Faith for joining us here on Inside the Nest, the official podcast of Kennesaw State Athletics. Before we move on to our interview with Scott Whitlock, I want to say a couple of things. One, Kennesaw State baseball at home this weekend against Liberty in a rematch of the previous weekend series where the Owls have a little bit of revenge on their mind. Looking ahead past that, though, The A-Sun first-round action, similar to softball, is a best two out of three for the quarterfinals. That bracket has already been set. Kennesaw State will host the Lipscomb Bisons at home at Stillwell Stadium next weekend in a best two out of three. We'll have all the times confirmed for that later on at KSUowls.com. Again, KSU Baseball against Lipscomb looking ahead next weekend in the A Sun quarterfinals this weekend, again against the Liberty. A couple of things going on this weekend. Prior to Friday's five o'clock first pitch against the Flames, we will honor the late Fred Stillwell, the benefactor and namesake for Stillwell Stadium. Again, before our five o'clock first pitch on Friday, before Saturday's two p.m. game against Liberty, it's Senior Day, so we'll honor all of our senior baseball Owls again Saturday prior to the two o'clock first pitch. All the games this weekend will be available via YouTube. Other happenings across Kennesaw State University this week. Track and field gearing up for the ASUN Outdoor Championships down in Jacksonville. Best of luck to all our owls in the track and in the field competing against the ASUN competition. And then women's golf has battled some rain in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, I don't think Garth Brooks ever talked about that when calling Baton Rouge, although he he did mention the thunder rolling. But The first two days have been rained out, so the final day is today, the time of recording. Not really sure what's going to happen. They're going to go with just 18. If the the 18 can't be played, we'll see what the NCAA's decision is, but today is supposed to be the cutoff day, so hopefully the rain holds off and our owls can go out there and play and give it what they got and see if they can advance from the Baton Rouge Regionals for women's golf. So that's what's going on on campus. We'll continue our action previewing the ASUN Final Four round that starts this Thursday, the Owls against FGCU. We're pleased to have Scott Whitluck on Inside the Nest, longtime Kennesaw State coach, the Hall of Famer, national champion with KSU softball. Administrator 2 retired from us in December, but we find out for those that haven't been around campus, A Scott Whitlock retirement isn't a typical retirement. Scott's been around, and he'll be the analyst for all the games this week. So get good takes on Kennesaw State and then managing a team in general through a double elimination bracket. It's different than a weekend series. Here's Scott Whitlock on Inside the Nest. Scott, thanks for joining us on Inside the Nest. Postseason play continues to unravel at Kennesaw State University, and we're excited to host the ASUN Final Four this weekend. We're going to start Thursday at Bailey Park, and it's Kennesaw State against FGCU in Game 1. And we'll continue to see action with JU and Liberty on the other side. First and foremost, we had you on Inside the Nest before you announced your retirement back in December it was an awesome podcast you gave great stories we've continued to see you around campus you told us you were going to be around so give our listeners an update what's the first i guess 5 months of retired life
3: looked like for you it's been great i recommend it to everybody if it's a good gig if you can get it retirement is is has uh, been okay by me but hey nolan before we go any further i just want i want to say something and, and i just I, I would be remiss if I didn't say it. I have totally enjoyed your baseball broadcast this uh, this season because my buddy Mike Sandings over there, and you're doing a great job. And uh, it's just good to have you know a, a voice that's a part of the, the department that's easy identified, and not to mention the fact you do a good job. So I just want to get that out of the way. So don't thank me. Don't say nothing because I don't want you to think uh, that I'm going to fall for you sucking up to me. So, well,
0: hey, uh, here's – I will say this. I will say this. This is a trick of the trade that is outside of our control, but I think you found this broadcasting. They always say you sound better when your team wins. And yeah, I've called well, a lot more wins than losses this
3: year for baseball. Yeah. And, and Mike – well, Mike is, is an excellent coach. Uh, his body of work speaks for itself. I've always said he's the best coach we ever had here uh, in any sport. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm a big uh, – Mike Sansing fan, so maybe my opinion's just a little bit shaded, but I don't think so. Uh but as far as me in retirement, I'm staying busy, Nolan. I uh I, as you know, I know probably listeners don't know that I uh I found a gig. I've been uh I've had just a, a outstanding spring being able to to do the uh the home uh webcast, telecast, whatever you want to call it, for all of Clemson University's home softball games. And they went out this past weekend and claimed the ACC regular season championship, and this is their first year of existence. So to get to sit around and do that has been a lot of fun. But as always, every day I'm always looking and checking and seeing how my my owls are doing. And and, and uh, but uh, we're we're doing great in retirement. But we're really and we're, we're staying busy. But it's a good kind of busy.
0: Well that's a Scott Whitlock retirement if I've ever heard of one. We're yeah. uh, we're excited to have you on board calling all the games for the A Sun softball tournament that starts this Thursday. They're all available on ESPN Plus. Scott's on the call along with Bryce Zimmerman. So something fans want to know, you've followed Kennesaw State softball this season, you've been around, you said you've checked scores, looking at stats. Oh yeah. What's what's your take on the Owls heading into the final four?
3: Well, they're the they're the best team in the country that hovers around 500 and let me let me uh elaborate on that Kennesaw state chose and the virus helped them choose to play an extremely extremely difficult non-conference schedule if you go through their non-conference schedule and you see the caliber opponents that they played uh, you can understand why they had such a good run in the conference uh this year because they're they're not afraid to play anybody and and they, and they play as if they're unafraid. Uh, Trip McKay, the, the head coach at Kennesaw, has done a, a great job of uh, mixing and matching. Uh, he's had just enough offense and just enough pitching this year to to uh, navigate a, a, uh, a good season. And I really do, I don't know whether Kennesaw State's gonna win the tournament this uh, weekend uh, but, I, but I truly believe that they'll have something to say about who does.
0: One of my favorite players to watch for Kennesaw State has been the sophomore pitcher Melanie Bennett. Uh, she is magical in the circle at times. The way she can command pitches, she can vary her speeds, especially as just a yep. sophomore. She's been an incredible talent. What are your thoughts on the season
3: Melanie Bennett's had? I think Melanie Melanie Bennett is a very, very good college pitcher every day, and then days when she's really on, she is a dominant college pitcher. Uh, I think she's excellent. Uh, I haven't had a chance ever to sit down and just and to talk to her and talk softball or talk pitching with her, but uh, she is she's outstanding. I have nothing but high praise for her.
0: Well, it's a new format this year for the ASUN tournament. It started last weekend in the quarterfinals where teams played a best of three and Kennesaw State swept North Alabama in a couple of different games. It was a pitching duel, a 2-1 win by Bennett in game one, and then the Owls walked away with an 8-1 victory over, or 9-1, excuse me, over North Alabama to wrap it up in game two. So now we move ahead to what you're familiar with, kind of this double elimination bracket for the final four in which Kenneth State again plays FGCU in the first game. What's your take on the four teams that are gonna make their way to Bailey Park
3: this week? Well, first of all, it's gonna be great to, to be back on campus working a, working a, a softball game. I haven't uh, done a lot of that since I retired. Uh, I have uh, done some broadcast work from Kennesaw but the uh the tournament itself is going to shake out very well there's there's three teams that are very accustomed to winning and, and then there's a a team uh jacksonville that has shown to have a little bit of grit and determination i think personally that liberty is going to be heavily favored in the tournament uh but i'm going to tell you that both Kennesaw State and Florida Gulf Coast uh, uh, have played strong schedules and they both know how to win. Uh, so it's not going to be a cakewalk for Liberty. Liberty's going to have to come in and win the tournament.
0: One of the things that for me is always interesting when you compare a college softball tournament to that of a baseball tournament is the use of pitchers and how you find your way. Obviously, if you're in the winner's bracket, you're good to go. But if you fall in the loser's bracket, how you climb out of it. Uh, From your experiences as a head coach at the collegiate level, what is important that's relative to winning in a postseason tournament that's different than,
3: say, winning a weekend series or any other type of tournament? Right. Well, once you get into bracket and tournament play, the, the number one thing is stay in the winners bracket as long as you can because that's the shortest distance to uh, to the finals. And what you w- want to do as a team is is get to the finals, be one of the last two teams playing, and then go out there and give it your best shot. Now this is a condensed bracket. This was only four teams. Uh, usually uh, in the A Sun, it's a sixteen uh, bracket, but, but they did home, you know, two out of threes to get to where we are right now this year because of uh, of the virus, and I think it was a great idea. Uh, I was able to come out and catch uh, part of the the doubleheader that that Kennesaw had with North Alabama. North Alabama has a very, very good starting pitcher of their own, her name escapes me right now. So I was not surprised that the first game was close, Uh, but I, I knew after, that North Alabama's pitching kind of, kind of swoons just a little bit. And I was not surprised that, that, uh, Kennesaw state was able to run off and check out from, them. I, I didn't know uh, that didn't surprise me at all. Uh, Florida Gulf coast and their head coach, Dave Darrow's longtime friend, uh, has won this conference tournament several times, uh, does an excellent job. Plus his program is accustomed to being against competition and they know how to navigate a bracket. Uh, and, uh, so I, I really believe, and I'm not trying to discredit uh, Jacksonville one bit. They may come in here and run the table. Uh, but I truly believe that the Kennesaw team and the Florida Gulf coast team, uh, is going to make it very difficult for, uh, for Liberty, if they don't, if one of them don't outright, you know, take the tournament because they're good teams.
0: Scott Whitlock, who's going to be the analyst on the ASUN softball tournament starting Thursday for all of the ESPN plus broadcasts, is our guest here on Inside the Nest. Two more questions for you, Scott. Uh, one, in the event that any team, not just Kennesaw State, Is finds itself on day one in the loser's bracket. How do you manage that as a coach to fight your way back
3: to championship Saturday? Well, I'll tell you what you do. I know a little bit about this. You can check the record book there in your office. 1995, uh, Kennesaw State won the Division II national championship. We did it from the loser's bracket. We went up to Salem, Virginia, and immediately lost the first game we played in. And we came all the way back through the loser's bracket uh, to win the national championship. And the way you do that is you do the most cliche thing that I can say, is take it one game at a time. Now, we talked about Melanie Bennett earlier. Uh, if, if you do look back at 1995, you will see that only one of our pitchers, great, the great Kelly Rafter, threw every inning that we played in at that national tournament. I told her that she had all summer to rest, that uh, we were going to dance with the person that got us there and just go back and throw and throw and throw. And when you're tired and worn out, tell yourself a lie and go back out there. And uh, and we did that uh, pitching in the and how they use pitchers has changed a little bit now. Uh, I don't I'm not going to say anybody will or will not. Uh, stay with one pitcher. I think it, the whoever stays in the winners' bracket will utilize probably one pitcher for the series. Uh, but uh, you know, time will tell. But the main thing is to navigate back from the uh, losers' bracket, take it one game at a time, stay in your tunnel, do what you do, know that you can't you can't change the fact that you're in the bottom half of the bracket now, and just go out there and win as many games as you can.
0: Scott, last question for you. I know when you do these games, you're asked to be unbiased and call it from a neutral, down-the-line perspective. But from a Kennesaw State standpoint, if the Owls are going to win the A Sun Championship this weekend, in your mind, what has to happen?
3: Bennett's got to be good. And the offense has got to hit when there's runners on base. Period. You know, uh Kennesaw State is a is a Unique offensive team. They can go uh, several innings in a row without even a sniff of a base hit, and then come in and score five runs, or four runs, or three runs. These games are going to be close games, I would suspect. Uh, and so, if if Bennett has a good weekend, and the uh, and the Owls uh, hit the ball enough in key times, they can go they can go deep into this tournament. Uh, uh, they can do it. And, yes, I, I am supposed to be, quote, unquote, neutral. But I hope everybody watching knows that I, that I will be professional, but I also will be sitting in the press box overlooking the field in which I spent 27 years coaching. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm always going to be an owl.
0: Scott, if we had to cut you open, I know you'd start bleeding black and gold, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I do. Scott, thank you so much for joining us. We are looking forward to watching the Owls play and watching you on the ESPN Plus broadcast this week. Thanks for joining us on Inside the
3: Nest. Thank you, Nolan, and uh, go Owls.
0: We know you're concerned for your health, but rest assured, we are here for you. Our hospitals, health parks, and offices are open and taking every safety precaution so you can get the care you need. Wellstar, more than health care,
2: people care.
0: It was great having Scott on Inside the Nest. Again, thank you, Faith and Jordan, for joining us. Thank you for joining us here on Inside the Nest. I'm Nolan Alexander. I've been your host today. Episode 80 of Inside the Nest has been brought to you by Fifth Third Bank. Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. This is fandom of Fifth Third Better. Visit 53.com for more information. We look forward to seeing you either at Bailey Park or Stillwell Stadium this weekend. If not, you can catch the action online, ksuals.com has all of your links. Until next time, go Owls.